Hello and welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. I'm here with my good friend Jeremiah, the man whose hair is so red that it looks green in some of our videos. And, and over here next to us is our guest tonight, our first ever guest, right? Ever, ever. Oh, oh, first one. Member, nice. member three of the crew, Mr. Jason Wall. Yeah, I'm backpacking nice with say. Jason. Thanks, guys. I Welcome. appreciate it. I appreciate it. So glad to have you here, man. Yeah, so, excited so, to be here. Here's the deal with our podcast. Yeah. Most podcasts, they like have a set of questions they're going to ask, and they have a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not us. Uh, no, I, I have no idea. I noticed that. I kind of said, hey, what are we talking about? He's like, we're just going to talk. We're going to talk. Okay. We're gonna talk. <laughs> but I would like to say, so a lot of people don't realize this about you. Uh, Jeremiah touched on it last week yeah. uh, about the fact that you actually have practiced mixed martial arts and that uh, oh. jujitsu, Brazilian jujitsu, is that right? Some of that, boxing, kickboxing, then all the above, yeah. Yeah, and so so fitness has been a big part of what you do. And getting ready for backpacking and stuff, right? Still is. I don't do uh, hardly any rolling anymore. You know, I kind of got tired of getting hit in the head. <laughs> so I don't, I don't do it that much anymore. But yes, I yeah. definitely do certain uh, exercises I do to stay fit, to do many miles hiking and so forth. Well, that's cool. So what would you say, I know we have talked about this, you and I have. Yes. What are the exercises that you feel are the most important if you're going to get ready for a lot of hill climbing and ups and downs when you're out backpacking? I suggest, and what I always, in my, this is just my way of doing it, I like to do squats, treadmill, and put a high incline on the treadmill, and push-ups. And uh, I like doing 10 minutes on treadmill, jump down, try to do 30, 50 push-ups, whatever you want to do, and then get 10 30 minutes. 30 or 50? I've 30 got or 50 it push-ups? Up. At a time? At a time. So if you've tried It's not to, like for the whole workout, but like <laughs> that, you, do, you do 30 or 50 push-ups <laughs> oh and then go God. to the next exercise and come back to it? Yes. Well, I'll try to do about 150, uh, 160 push-ups. Yeah. You're just doing it until you can't do no more, so just pump it out, pump it out, pump it out, and then and then go do squats. And I'll try to do 25 squats and try to get a kettlebell and then jump back <laughs> on the <laughs> treadmill. <laughs> But look, remind it, me never to get this guy mad. Yeah, he practices yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu and he could do like thirty push-ups three times well, at, in a row. That's a little bit more than that than thirty, but it's okay. <laughs> but but what I'm trying to say is, it's just if you're starting out doing an exercise yeah. like that, if you could just do two push-ups, just do two, then get back on the treadmill and do how many squats you can do, and then uh, and I like uh, putting a kettlebell when I do squats. I think it really helps out anything you're bending down, picking up. And, and anything you're using that your body and your weight for. Uh, a lot of times in the MMA gym, you don't even ever see any bench presses or bells or any, you see kettlebells and stuff to lift your own body weight. You yeah, always, Those guys are ripped. Yes, you want to oh, use your yeah. mostly your own body weight. So anything you're doing a push-up with your own body weight, that's, that's good stuff. Any kind of pull-ups, anything like that with pull-ups, any kind of squats, kettlebells. Stuff like that, and then the treadmill that just builds your cardio, your your heartbeat, and I always try to get my heartbeat to where it's pumping fast, so I get used to it when I'm on the trail. When yeah. I'm going up that mountain, and my heart's beating fast. A lot of people kind of freak out, I'm like, <gasps> or whatever. Yeah. Just remember, breathe. Well, I know you. <laughs> you and I talked about this one time we were out, and you mentioned that at least once a day you want to lose your breath. You yes. want you want to work so hard that you run out of breath. Yes, I, yes. Uh, I'm telling people if you're working out, try to get it. If you're working out and you're like, <gasps> 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 that's.
that's a good workout. You're, <laughs> you're redlining. Yeah, you're getting a good workout. Oh, yeah. You're like, all right, you know, I'm I'm doing it good. And, you know, work that sweat, you know, get 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 the sweat out. Absolutely. You know, you know what I like about what you're saying there? What's Especially it? for a beginner. Because you don't have to have a treadmill. Right? Whenever nope. we go out backpacking, you're in the real world. Yep. You're not at a gym or at home running. Yeah. You don't need anything to get started, especially if you're just like starting out yep. and you're wanting to get some trail legs, as they call it, or whatever. You know, even without the kettlebell, body squats. Like I lost a lot of weight. Yes. And uh, I know JK was talking about some of the stuff that he's doing and all all that stuff that you're doing, you don't really need equipment for. Maybe a no. yoga mat. Yeah. But uh, if you're doing what you're saying with the push ups yes. and. The squats, you can do wall squats, you can run just out in your neighborhood or in the woods or wherever, you know, a little trail running. You don't need to buy anything. And, yeah. And something yeah. else is if you have a house and you have a basement or a second floor, walk up and down your steps. Oh, walk, yeah. Just just, just spend 30, 40 minutes walking up and down your steps. I promise that would that's huge. Well, huge. I, I tell people all the time, I was like, especially if you live here in Kentucky, there are hills everywhere. Yes. I mean, there are hills everywhere. Yes. Get out at night and go walk in your neighborhood. Yes. Yeah, and just walk two miles then come home you know yes. um <laughs> funny story okay this is john is not in great shape <laughs> he's like a greek god yeah, I, yeah a greek <laughs> god who ate too many donuts <laughs> um, but uh but and if you're watching this video you already know this because you can see me but um here's the thing um that's me uh one of the things that that i started doing was i started doing insanity yeah and, and which is ridiculous <laughs> yes. you almost throw up every time you work out and uh, so I've been doing that for a week or two. And Sunday night, I was like, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to listen to some podcasts and just go out for an hour or two yeah. and just walk. So I walked about five miles close to it and came back. And my, the muscles over my shins, oh, they weren't getting worked out by insanity. And oh. those muscles get worked out like crazy on the trail. Yeah. And I thought because I'd been doing insanity, I'll just go out and do like almost five miles, you know, even though I'm out of shape. You know, mm -hmm. and I came back that night and my shins were killing me. I bet. And the next day, those muscles were so hard I could barely walk. Shins when I got up. suck. Yeah. And so I got up this morning and still had them, but I was like, I have, I'm, I'm going to Wisconsin this weekend to do some backpacking. Uh -huh. And we're going to Kettle Moraine. There's a lot of hills. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it's anything like the Red River Gorge, but uh, there's a lot of hills. And um, I was like, I better do my workout. Right. Because I don't want to be the winded guy. Yep. I mean, I'm probably going to be anyways. But I don't want to be the winded, winded guy. I don't want to be that guy that's like, like everybody goes up and they get to camp and like they just kind of sit there. They start the fire. Everybody has their dinner, and I show up just in time to set up my hammock and go to bed. That's the way I do it, man. You know, show up you... after the fire starts. <laughs> let so, everybody else. Start yeah, exactly. It. Let everybody else do the work. But no, I don't want to be that guy. So it's like I got to get my workout in. And so today, when I did that workout, man, I was it was brutal. Well, if if you brutal. don't know what insanity is, because I did it too, um, basically. It's like DVDs, or maybe you can do it digitally now. Yeah, I've got a Beachbody Online account, so I can do everything online. Yeah, I had the DVDs. This is like, I don't know, a few years ago. You just stick yeah. them in your DVD player, and you click on the day, and then you got a calendar. Right? So I was physically marking off the days, and you do a workout on there. That's just a warm-up. Then you stretch for about five minutes, and you yeah. just drip the sweat everywhere in your living room. <laughs> And then you actually do the workout, which sucks even worse than the uh, warm-up. <laughs> you just jump. Oh, it's you jump and me. run. You literally jump and run for for an hour almost. It gets you in shape, though. I it's lost insane. like eight pounds. Yeah, it's, it's insane. insane. It makes you angry by the end. Yeah. It's like, I hate Shanti. <laughs>
I, I want to I punch that dude in the face. Like, I don't even like him anymore. I don't think you punch him in the face, though, if you saw him. He's probably like 6'6", six, six, uh, 250. Would you not remember what I said about my Napoleon complex? Yeah, tell me about I, it. I will knock that dude out. I am, I'm a straight-up short, mean dude. I will, like, destroy someone. So, except for Jason, because he actually, he actually fights, and I'm afraid he destroyed me. <laughs> He's sitting here with us, too. Uh, I want to see him. Like, why are we talking? This is supposed to be Jason talking. Yeah, yeah. I, here, tell me what you think about this, Jason. Go for it. I, here's what I want. I, here's what I want to see. Yes, I want to see you and Karate Josh. I think we can actually make that happen. Like rolling. what? I think is we, that an official announcement? Like just us rolling and just <laughs> can rolling he come some? down for the Kentucky meetup? That's he the question. Will destroy me. Now, Karate Josh. Will, oh come on! No, man. he'll lock Confidence. me up. Now, now, for people listening right now, there's a guy that does a lot of backpacking with uh, Tim Watson and Josh Ebersol and these group. This group of Karate guys, Josh. they're all super good friends. Yep. And his name is Josh Herod, and he he was a former MMA fighter, wasn't he? Yes, and he's a real deal. Yeah, and, like I just sparred with guys and got in there and worked out. Yeah. like he he's is actually a real had fights, deal. like the real fights, and been yeah, in the ring he and is stuff. Absolutely, the real deal. Yeah, and uh, but I would roll. I mean, all, all you gotta do is tap, and he'll quit. <laughs> so you That's know, true. so that means yeah. my first move would be he'd grab my arm and I would go. Tap. Yeah, I gotta learn how to tap. <laughs> I gotta make sure you can hear so that go microphone. That's me tapping. <laughs> I just you know would roll with somebody as advanced as Josh would right. be like if I don't have him tap me. You know, so if you go five minutes or something, don't. But he doesn't tap me. I'm like, oh, I won. <laughs> I won. <laughs> That's my victory. Yeah. Or if I just get side control or something like that. There you go. But this is like the first time I've heard a backpacking podcast about UFC and Red well, We can talk about anything we want. That's the best thing about the podcast. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing that can stop us, really. I mean, other than like people just saying, I don't want to listen anymore. But, but no. Uh, I always, yeah, I, 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 you know, Josh would roll with me for sure. I thought about it when we was in Dolly Sox. Yeah. I went to Dolly Sox. I was like, you want to roll up here? And I was like, you know what? He's really going to hurt me. <laughs> and and, and, and it's cold. And, uh, and I didn't want to roll like on a root or a well, rock. Tell everybody what rolling is. Jiu-jitsu. Tell everybody what jiu-jitsu is. Uh, it's just like a grappling. You grab an arm, you choke. There you uh, go. Stuff like that. And our leg and ankle. Choke. And uh, a lot of wrestlers are really good at it because yeah. you pin people to the mat uh-huh. and then you kind of just take their wheel. And that's pretty much rolling is you're taking somebody's wheel and just advancing your wheel upon them. Now, I practice Taekwondo Fu. Basically, it's something I picked up by watching a lot of karate movies. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> I've. Sounds and, and the um, the Redneck Ninja. So redneck I, know how to, I know how to do ninja, ninja chops <laughs> and Judy chops. I got all that stuff throwing covered, stars. man. I got, I got, I got it all. I got throwing stars. Yeah, I've got it covered, bro. I can Taekwondo. Fu. Look for it, and I'm gonna have videos out soon. You know, I was out in amazing. the Red River Gorge, and I found a way, way off trail, and I found this guy's shelter, and he had like throwing stars and everything in there. Really? You think he owns that land? Because no. Red River Gorge is made up of no. like public land and private land. Correct. No. This. Was, oh, it's not. No, well, let me this ask was, you this, because this, this is a good segue into some stuff. You have secret places in the Red River Gorge. You have places you don't tell, and we're not going to ask you to reveal those or anything, but are we going to? No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, not for a the chance. Try. For the try. I wouldn't but expect it. Here's here's the question I have for you. Um, do you prefer to go with groups of people and do the more established, and they can still be unmarked but more established trails, or do you prefer just to get out there, get lost, and then find these secret places? If it's me and uh, some of my Kentucky buddies that I've known for 20-plus years, we just want to go get lost and uh, just go find stuff. 
But if I'm with people who hasn't been to the Red River Gorge, because sometimes you don't find anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, you're just in a mess. You know, it's right. just miserable. Uh, but uh, you want to go show people the highlights. You want to see Gray's Arch. You want to see Hanson's Point. You know, you want to see Indian Staircase. You want to see those highlights. And I enjoy that. I, it makes me so happy when I can show somebody Hanson's Point. You know, oh, yeah. it's a pretty easy hike to get in there. It's a pretty easy hike walking out there and... And, once and you get it's out one there. of the most beautiful scenes yes. in the United States, period. It's not just in the gorge, but I think it's one of the most beautiful sights you're going to see, period. And I am, as I'm sure if anybody knows me, I'm a huge Red River Gorge fan. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Jeremiah's more Big South Fork, and I'm yeah, more Red River Gorge. Up. That's more of his part. Mine's more Red River Gorge, but uh, I really love it. Been going there since high school, and it's a fun place. Now, you, you've told me before, you have, like, at least one place where you actually have a shelter set up and it's just kind of like your personal it's not really a shelter it's just kind of like we put a few things there yeah like a grill and put a bunch of firewood and stuff like that so it's kind of a little spot that we keep there for it that's pretty cool now something something i think is important to point out because some some things are lost in translation i feel like because i have no idea who is listening to this podcast or where they're listening from yes yeah but if they want me to know, they can shoot me a DM on Instagram, Jeremiah Stringer Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Shameless plugs happen plug. in the show all the time. So he also has affiliate links, so make sure you check those out. Yeah, make me some money. <laughs> so I think some things get lost in translation, and we grow up in different places, and some people even comment on my channel. Like, you know, I like watching your channel because I like your accent. So when you say get lost, we don't literally mean like, He's going to go out and get turned around. I mean, like, it's it's weird. The environment is so different in different places. Like, um, you know, if you, if you haven't seen all the people that went out west, like Dan and Bryce and Amy and all them, that environment's so different. And Jason and I kind of grew up in these these rolling hills, the yes. foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. Definitely. And you kind of get a feel. It's like... I don't know how to describe it. It's it's almost genetic. Like you grow up in the woods, and then you can kind of terrain navigate, I would call it. Yes. You kind of figure out. You can see the ridges, and you're like, oh, I need to follow this way. And I think that's partially from, you know, parents, like, taking you out. Like, my dad would take me out ginseng hunting sometimes. And so you just literally just go walk in the woods. Which i got to be honest with you. I remember the first time you and I went backpacking, you're like, dude, we should go do some ginseng hunting. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. How do you hunt for a plant? Like you bring a gun saying, and like man. shoot the plant? Like I didn't, I didn't understand it's, it. When you explained it to me, I was like, okay, I get it, I get it. It's weird. It's like depending on where you grow up, you yes. know, your environment. Sometimes you get super familiar with the environment. It's just like in your blood. Oh yeah, in Ohio, um, we had a lot of the hills, just a lot of hills. Yeah. Not, like not anything like down here because I mean it's it's Ohio. Right. But um, I remember it, it was mushroom hunting. Yeah. Everybody yeah. hunted yeah. for I've mushrooms seen that on TV. Yeah, everybody mudded for uh, mudded for mushrooms. <laughs> they really <laughs> did. They mudded for mushrooms all the time. But uh, no, they hunted for mushrooms. And um, I remember thinking that was the dumbest thing in the world too. And I, I grew up there. Um, There's money but, uh, at me. I guess, money. man. I don't know. It's not my thing. But it's not mine either. But uh, I, I love the fact just talking to you guys um, because I've I've hiked through most of the Big South Fork. Yeah, and I've hiked through some of it with you. I've gone through most of the Red River Gorge. But I never got a chance to do these unmarked things. I've always done the the marked trails, yes. and then I met you, and now I've got to do Hanson's Point. Now there's other places we're going to be going before too long, yes, um, and checking out. And uh, <clears throat> we've been talking about going up to Cave Run Lake, yes, and going up that that area and do some hiking, which I've I've hiked up there with Shell Toey Trace, 
And there's there's a lot. Kentucky is a really cool place to backpack. Love it, man. I mean, you've even got the Green River out by Mammoth Caves. Yeah. You got Cumberland River. Yeah, the Cumberland River. That's there's a section I kayak on the Cumberland River. Absolutely outstanding. Yeah, absolutely so much fun. And then plus you got all the lakes, and then you got a lake near you called Dale Hollow. Yeah, that's my favorite Gorgeous. lake ever. Ever. It's and so some of clear. the most technical trails are Cumberland Falls. If you get down through there and hike some of the Sheltoe through yes. the through the Cumberland Falls, that's some of the most technical hiking you're gonna do. Me and uh, the Flash, we hiked out there, and I think it took us four or five hours to go five miles. Yeah, it's slow because yeah. it's so rocky. It's, yeah, it's very rain. technical, very, rocky. very technical, yeah. and you're doing a lot of climbing over rocks and different things like that. It also didn't hurt that we kept running to copperheads the whole way through. But, they're very uh, common. They're terrifying. <laughs> I remember one time we were sitting fishing. It was me and a buddy. His name is actually Jeremiah as well. And... Um, was fishing. It was probably 4 a.m. We were sitting on a, a boat ramp, and we are catfishing. So you do it at night. You nice. just, like, sit yep. out there and hang out. And there's a copperhead that come right behind us. Oof. And <laughs> looking back, I probably wouldn't have done this. I was a kid at the time. And people, for some reason, they hate snakes. Do you hate snakes? I hate snakes. See? And people are just like, I got to kill that snake. Got to kill it. Like... I have some family that drive through the country, and they literally snake cut, and they're like looking for a snake in the road so they can run over it, back up, run over it, and then run over it again. So this That's copperhead, twisted, man. I know. They're making sure it's dead, even a black snake, like just a rat snake, which are good things. So anyway, this, this snake crawled right behind us. I mean, it's like four feet behind us, copperhead, while we're sitting there just catfishing. And I was like, dude, watch that snake. I'm going to run over here and get a big rock to smash its head in. <laughs> he said, like, I got to kill it. I had to kill, kill it. it. And he's like, all right, man. And so I walk over. I'm gone for probably 15, 20 seconds. I come back, and I went the direction that the snake was traveling, like I was going ahead of it so I could get a rock to smash it. And I come back over there, and he's still standing there on the dock. And I was like, where's the snake? He's like, I don't know, man. I lost it. I was like, what? So we packed up stuff and left, man. I wasn't sticking around to get copperhead bit. You talk about where you're growing up. You know, yeah. we used to keep an axe at the house for snakes. Chop their head off. Yes. And, you know, we'd keep it right by the door, you know, because if you seen them, and you, we'd see them quite frequently because we live close to a river. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it'd be all the time. Uh, right. When I was a little kid up in Ohio, we uh, my, the house we lived in, um, we had garter snakes and black snakes running around all the time. Did you play with them? I chased them. Chase. As a little kid, like four, <laughs> three, four years old, my mom and dad said I used to just chase snakes around. They thought it was the weirdest thing ever. They never stopped me because the snakes were running away. But I used to chase snakes. Every once in a while, I'd grab one by the tail and throw it. Would you do it now? Yeah. Oh, do you remember Michael? That's what I was going to ask you. Uh, you remember tell, him? Tell oh, I saw about that. Michael. Michael would pick up any freaking snake. Like he picked up that one. I bet it was. We got in the video. Six, seven foot long. I saw six that one. Or seven foot long. That thing was huge, man. It might have been ten foot. Who knows? <laughs> it was a freaking python, dude. It's it was like seventeen feet long. World record. In big South Fork, and anaconda spotted. But uh, but no, man, I would never touch those snakes. Michael oh, is a. He's a wildcat, man. He's an interesting I guy, mean, man. He, he lives yeah. in Louisville, Kentucky. He's yes. around here. I've met him in Colorado on the trail in Colorado, and we ended up being buddies on there. And, Did uh, you know each other ahead of time? No, had no idea. Met him. Y'all didn't go together? Nope. Didn't go together. That's awesome. We was out on the trail. My buddy Scott was <laughs> Jason Wall, people. Jason Wall. My buddy Scott was way up there talking to the guy, and I was like, man, you know, I was like, what's up? You know, we started talking to him, and it's like, where are you from? He's like, Louisville. 
Louisville, Kentucky. Yep. And I said, we're in Lexington. <laughs> Been friends ever since. That's you know, awesome. the Lord's with him. Super he cool went with guy. us. So he's from Louisville, Indiana? Is that what you said? No. Oh. <laughs> true. Yeah, very true. It's almost, yeah. Now, okay, I, I got it. We okay. got to go with it. Uh, I, I got him a cup. Go Cats, yeah, baby. I had, I had to do it, you know. So, of course, I got my Ohio State here, so we can coexist, people. Um, so, Barely. Na- national championship. Um, uh, what do I got? The Beatles? You got the Beatles, man. All right. Yeah. Love is all you need. Yeah, love is all you need. Love is all so, you need. I agree with um, that. Jason, anybody who has watched your videos yes. or has been on your Instagram, um, even Facebook, there's one common thread that draws people to Jason Wall. Yeah. And that is the food you cook. Oh. When you go backpacking, so we, I, I, I'm getting ready this year. I want to change up the way I do my cooking on, yes. on the trail. I'm actually, I actually bought a new pot yep. that I can specifically hang because I didn't have one like get? that. I'll show it to you here in a little bit. Okay, I got, just got. I'm actually doing a video. I'm gonna talk about it this week because right, uh, right. no switched up, switched up some gear. You yeah. know, now that I am doing cooking different, and I've got yep. the stuff to do that. Um, it's all basically because of camping with you. Thanks. Uh, I mean, you Appreciate have it. you have given me a new joy for food when I backpack. Uh, nice. Uh, when I started, it was more just get some dehydrated things so I have food. He loves Mountain House, by the way. <sighs> I, you know, you know <laughs> can I tell you something funny? I think I had one Mountain House. <sighs> one. I had a biscuits and gravy, and that's. I think that's it. I think I've had one biscuits and gravy, I and that's do. it. Everything else has been like I'll buy the North sides and Cheaper. I'll buy. I'll buy chicken or I'll buy tuna or something, but I don't want to do that anymore. No, I want yeah. I want food. And after backpacking with Jason, thank you. By the way, that's on YouTube. Backpacking, um, with Jason. Right. backpacking with Jason, I I enjoy food more, and I want I want you to talk a little bit about your philosophy and the different kinds of things you make when you go out on the trail. Okay, uh, I could suggest so it's winter time right now. That if it's winter time, it's cold, so you can bring eggs, cheese. Whatever, you know, you can bring just whatever you want. Uh, the first night, I like to always, especially during wintertime, bring the food. But so if I stay a couple of nights, I might freeze a steak and just let it kind of thaw out while it's in my backpack and so forth. So, you know, I'll have it for Saturday night. And, you know, potatoes. I mean, it's potatoes. You can bring mm-hmm. it whatever. Rolls. Bring rolls. I know it's heavy. So, but I'm not ultra light back. I'm not care. <laughs> I absolutely do not care what my backpack weighs in the winter, not whatsoever. Well, uh, you don't really have much of a choice. I mean, the gear's always going to be heavier in the yeah. wintertime. Wintertime, you know, I'm bringing a saw, flip saw. I'm probably bringing a knife. You know, I'm, I'm bringing stuff to build fire and stay warm and so forth like that. Now, I like doing a lot of section hiking the AT. I've done the first 400 miles. I'm at mile marker 428. Nice. So I'm almost in Virginia. Nice. So when I do these trips, first night, I still bring a good food for that first night. I might cook some steak and peppers, just put it in aluminum foil, heat it up. Maybe bring a few tortillas and put it on there. So that first night, you know, I'm usually drive all the way to wherever, you know, Tennessee, North Carolina. I go hike six, seven miles. You know, we're getting in there. I'm going to have a good meal. I don't want to eat a freaking dehydrated food on there and then the rest of the time i do take you know packet gourmet or north sides tuna so forth like yeah, that. yeah yeah but that first night especially now if you're going on an overnighter spring fall summer something like that or even winter 
Why are you bringing a dehydrated oh, meal for an overnighter? Here it comes. Now, I might catch it from a lot of people on this, but yeah. you're spending one night in the woods. Bring you a steak. Bring some chicken. Bring a pork chops. Bring some some kind of soup. Well, bring can, a can chili. I tell you something? Bring, can I tring, a, bring, a, bring food. You're, you're coming out to camp. Build you a fire. I love it. Cook some food. Can Make I tell you something, man? camping trip. Oh, can I tell you something? You've got to hear this. you got to hear this. So I'm going backpacking with some guys that we all know we're friends with this, yeah. this weekend. And uh, I sent them a text. We have a group text going. And I just sent them a text and I said, guys, we got a Kentucky tradition to keep up. You guys down for eating steaks the first night? There we go. And everybody's that like, you, everybody to a T goes, that's a great idea. And so like exactly. everybody's bringing steaks. And oh, um, I'm nice. on, tomorrow night I'm cooking up some potatoes and some, some peppers. And I'm just going to yes. have those. I'm going to get those, and, and I'm going to freeze it all. Yes. Because i got to drive nine hours to get up to this place. Yeah. And I'm staying in a hotel the night before. Luckily, there'll probably be a refrigerator in the hotel. So, yes. so I'll put it, everything in the refrigerator that night, but it'll be thawed out by the time I get out to, the, to camp that night. But it'll still be cold because it's going to be like 30 degrees out. So and it's, well, if it's 30 degrees, then you can just bring whatever. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it'll be good out there. Yeah. But, well, I noticed your buddy, you went on a trip just like last week or something, and your buddy actually took chocolate milk. Yes. Like a half gallon of chocolate no milk. No way. Yes. See, Tell me about that. Well, my buddy Derek. So every year when we go <laughs> camping in the winter, Derek <laughs> likes bringing True Moo chocolate milk. He loves chocolate milk. Yeah, and, dude. Everybody and, loves chocolate milk. So, he, so we're usually by water, so he sticks it in the creek, you know, stays cold. Yeah. And uh, Derek's likes cooking it up like me you know he brings sausage eggs and everything Let's like go that with Derek too. i know we and, invite uh, him along oh, that's trip. for sure y'all definitely gonna meet my buddy Derek. but anyway uh that's to me i think uh cooking over a campfire that's camping you know yeah yeah how many time i think you should break out the dehydrated foods if when you're doing longer miles many more days and so forth like that yeah i don't think you need it uh for an overnighter Come on, guys <laughs> and girls, <laughs> everybody. Preaching. Come on. I, feel now, I, will like say, I will say, when I was doing the Shell Toy Trace, the last thing I wanted to do was actually cook. Like, yeah. I think with you on the long trail, it's probably the same thing. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. I just want, what, what is the fastest thing? And boil up and just eat this stuff. Yeah. But when I go, like, with you and we do, or, or you, we're, like, on a weekend where it's yes. just, like, a couple days. Right. Dude, that campfire Brilliant. is what it's all about. I'm not doing long miles. I'm just out there to hang out with my buddies. And... and 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 still, uh, if you're doing long mileage, you know those dehydrated meals are expensive. Like they're yeah. seven eight bucks a pop for a meal. You're like, come on, man, I can get a nor side. Yep. And if you can't understand my accent, I'm saying K N O R nor. But I think they're like a dollar. Yeah, a dollar at the store, One and buck. you can get pastas, you can get rice, and there's different ways that you can mix things up. I mean, you yep. get the tuna sides and uh, get some. You know, pasta and throw the tuna in there oh, with the yeah. pasta. I, I like bringing north sides. Uh, they have like fettuccine alfredo. Oh yeah, yeah. I like bringing that, and I'll bring some parmesan. I bring parmesan cheese with me, and I'll sprinkle the parmesan cheese in it and oh, cook yeah. it up. I mean, there's ways that you can do food instead and still keep of, your weight down. And yes, yeah, and absolutely. you know different ways that you don't have to just bring a dehydrated meal. Yeah. Especially on an overnighter. Dan Becker, we are talking to you right now, buddy. That's right, because Pete Mr. 2.0. You, you and Tim Watson, man. You and your Mountain House meals, You're a big boys. fat liar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the, the shell's brother? Really You're a big fat liar. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I've, I, I know, like, I've never even done a Mountain House meal until... 
gosh, probably this last year. I mean, I'd, I'd been backpacking for a year and a half before I ever touched a mountain house. Yeah, meal. you're never going to get sponsored by Mountain House after no, this. No, that's not going to happen. Although I will say I like uh, peak refuel a lot. You're definitely going to get a thumbs down yeah. by Tim yeah. Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, we don't know each other, but... <laughs> so, have you all, okay. Have y'all tried the... I like to do the Spanish rice or the Mexican rice. I love it. Yeah. And I then put it. summer sausage in there and cook that together. Great oh idea. Gosh, or pepperonis. So pepperonis. Pepperonis is delicious, too. I'm that not going to lie with you guys. I know, I know this isn't popular for some people, but I'm down with the Spam. The I'll spam, chop, I'll like chop up some Spam and I'll put it in things. And I like it, man. Yeah, Let me tell I'll, you what you can I'll do I'll with that Spam. spam. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, no, man. Listen okay, to this. Brother. This is what you do with it. I did this on the long trail. You buy those single packets of Spam. That's what I did, yeah. Right? And then it's all like gooey and goopy and stuff. That's nasty. Yes. But those fats are good. Fats are good for you. And it's just, ugh. What you do is you take your little gas canister stove. If you don't want to build a fire, you crank that baby up and roast the spam over it. I did that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Fist bump to that. I totally did that. And then then you so much better. And then you chop it up. Put it in a burrito. Northside, too. You put that in your north side. And then it's like, it, it nails it, man. And here's the thing: when you're backpacking, things just taste better than oh, they yeah. probably should. Like there's certain food. That's why I like backpacking with you because you actually really food food I would eat if I wasn't backpacking. Yes, but like this stuff with the north sides, I'm not just going to eat that for lunch. No. But when I'm on a trail, I don't know why that tastes so good. And, and you know what? Those are so much cheaper than getting a seven or eight dollar one dollar. Yeah, one dollar for the north, eight dollars or whatever seven for a mountain house. And well, I used to get. Um, I would buy minute rice. I'd buy a box of minute rice yes. and just portion some out oh. in little Ziploc bags, and then I would uh, I would have that and then throw in some uh, spicy like ch- sriracha tuna, yes, or something like that with it, and uh, that was great. And, uh, and it, it's way cheaper, like a box of minute rice which has like thirty servings in it or something's like three or four bucks, yes. And you can get the Kroger brand of it, which is super cheap, and. You portion that out, you've got meals for like three or four weeks. Yeah, and some olive oil to add some calories. Yeah, yeah. And I go to, uh, there's a store in Meyer. you can go to Kroger's or yeah. Walmart in the travel section. They have little jars that you can get, and you can put olive oil in it, just little travel size yeah. things, yep. little, then you put that stuff in there. And little things like uh, Snickers bars instead of Cliff bars. Cliff bars are expensive. You know, they're, they, are, they are expensive. You like know, you can get a Snickers bucks. bar for a buck, right. you know, or, you know, any kind of candy bar. And they're pretty much the same thing as a Cliff Bar. You know, I find Cliff Bars at Kroger for like a dollar. Really? Yeah, check it out. Seriously. Well, Cliff Bar for a buck, that's a good deal. I'm, I'm yeah. going to shoot straight with you. When I did Kilimanjaro yep. back in 2016, everybody had Cliff Bars. And we were up there for seven days. And <laughs> by day five... We had traded every Cliff Bar known to man to each other. I had every flavor known. It took me two and a half years to eat another Cliff Bar. It wasn't until this past fall I even wanted to put one in my mouth. I was like so what was those morning constitutionals like? <laughs> what? I was like? gross out. Uh, I'm living off Cliff Bars. That would be we're gonna have to bring, we're to bring you back on here and talk about our worst uh, poop accidents on on the trail at some point because I've got some good ones. But I don't want to talk about it tonight. You're talking about food. <laughs> Gross. Hikers, <laughs> they talk about food and pooping, man. They do. That's, that's and all the time, man. Those are go to. All the time. I saw, is it Second Chance Hiker? Is that yeah, the guy that's big guy? PCT? Yeah. yeah. Yes, he did do it on himself. Uh, and he is like, Dixie always said you're not through hiker until you poop on yourself. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. I, I played the don't poop in the woods game, and I'm pretty successful at long trail, yeah. besides privies. Like previews, you actually got the toilet seat. Yeah, 
Didn't poop in didn't poop in the woods one time on the long trail. Always on the privy. Always on the privy or in town. If you, you can wait, can, man. You know my yeah. second ever comment from Jason Wall on one of my videos. We didn't know each other. But my second ever comment from Jason Wall was yeah. when I did a video where I talked about I pooped in the woods and I'm a, a real through hiker. And and Jason's <laughs> comment was it's something along the lines of there's nothing better than a good poop in the woods. Oh, did you say that, Jason? Probably. Probably. <laughs> I mean, you got scenery all around you. You know, it's, you hear the, it's morning time yeah. usually. You I know? was, I was a, I had 25 subs at the time. So I was a big time YouTuber. Big time, baby. You know, and 25 subs. And on that video, Jason Watt and Dan Becker commented on that video. Oh, you made it. I, my life was good. I was like, if I never get another sub in my life, I'm the happiest uh, man alive. Jason Wall and Dan Becker commented on my video. Dan's so nice. Speaking of Dan, that trip they just went on. Uh, to Utah? Yes. Canyonlands. Wag bags. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. He was cracking me up. I was texting them. Oh, my goodness. We're all in that group text. Yeah, I'm yes. texting them. Oh, my gosh. They he said... <laughs> No, no, you tell it, man. 30 mile an hour winds with him trying to use a wag bag. He's like, oh my goodness. Dan was killing me on that. Well, you saw my question to him. I was like, with 30 mile an hour winds, what'd you get on you? (laughs) Come on, dude. Tell me what happened. He did not disclose anything, did he? No, Uh, he he didn't say anything. All he said was, man, you got no idea how tightly I was holding those wag bags. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so here's what I'm thinking. This okay, we, really... we, need to, we need to say something real quick. <laughs> All right. If you are somebody who, who backpacks, but you're kind of new to it, and you're going, what in the world is <laughs> yeah. a wag bag? When you're in certain parts of the United States, you are not allowed to defecate on the on the ground. It's yeah. just not allowed. And I can see it in the desert and stuff, because yeah. if you did, you'd, wherever you walk, you would just see these random piles of poo somewhere. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. The but terrain's not made for it. that... You could dig a deep hole in the desert. I don't know. I Maybe don't, not some parts. Yeah, because some a lot of the places on rock. It's just yeah. rock. So you'd be pooping on rock, and that's kind of gross. Also, so, it may disturb. They were talking about not wa- walking in certain places. Yeah, can't yeah. can't walk in certain soil. It it hurts the environment there. Yeah. So so if it, when you're in those places, it's they have a wag bag, and it's literally a bag you poop in. You seal it up, and you have to bring it out with you at the end and I throw it if away. You got to buy those. You got to buy them, or is it? You know, where do you even get a wag bag? I don't know. I'm, planning on, being, I'm planning on being on Utah this summer in June. You tell me, man. So I seen, did y'all watch Huck's video of it? Yeah, I watched it today. So at the end of his video, he had like three or four wag bags. <laughs> yeah, what was he doing, I was man? like, oh my goodness, he was pooing. How many nights was that, Drew? <laughs> you got six poops? I was like, what, like, brother, I'll take Amodian. Three days? I, I, can, like, I can be constipated for two days. I can do that. I can take Amodian and deal with it. Oh, man. I'm always torn on the Amodium because I'm like, if you if you need a modium, which is a antidiuretic, yes, uh, your body's trying to flush something out. So is it better to just like? Whoosh, well, here's or, the question. Here's the question. If it's a preventative modium, oh yeah, that's true. Where you just say you say emodium. you know what I'm going to be somewhere I have to use a wag bag, and I I would rather come out and never have to use these things. I'm going to take a preventative modium. Oh, that doesn't sound comfortable. My I have a better question. I have a question. Let's hear it. Let's hear My it. question is. So if you're out in the open, so yeah. no trees or no nothing, so everybody's around and you got to poo. Yeah. So you're like, well, where am I going to go use the wag bag at? So you're like, I might use it in my tent. You know, I'll be What? By that. I never would have even thought of that. Okay. That ain't happening in my... Well, for me, though, because... Well, I'm not going to hammock camp there. Wait, wait. Let him finish. Go ahead. Finish. Well, tell your story. I seen Adventure Archives one time, and Robbie is like, I had to poo. And he is like in his tent. And he is like... I don't know 
if you can do a number two without a number one. Because Eric, he said, oh, yeah. you could do a number one without two. Oh, but yeah. can I do a two yeah, without one? A, and we're getting deep here. Inquiring minds would like to know. <laughs> I don't think you could do a two without a one. We'll have to get in touch with him. On so that. if you're doing a wag bag, I don't know. If the whole thing out west freaks me out. What the way? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up always digging a hole. I mean, ever since I was a kid, you dug yeah, a hole. Yeah, yeah. So here, uh, Here's what I want to try. And I don't actually want to participate as being somebody vulnerable. Yes. We played this game where you put uh, a safety pin on somebody's bag when I was on the long trail. And for some reason, it removed three people from the trail, too. I wouldn't advise this game. Three different people had it in my trail family. Had to leave the trail due to different injuries, illness, whatever. What do you mean you put a pin? It's just a safety pin. Like, I bring a safety pin for blisters or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just keep it in my first aid kit. Well, I had like three of them for some reason. I don't know because I'm not a true ultra lighter. So I took three, <laughs> and yeah, that's like a whole other two grams. I know. What are you gonna do with all that weight? <laughs> well, well, you stick it on somebody's bag when they're not looking, yeah. and then they find it. They call it the tick. And I think a lot of people played on the AT because caveman had hiked the AT. And so I thought, what if we did the same game, except don't I don't participate. And I try to sneak my wag bag in your backpack. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about that? If y'all can't see his face right now, it's just utter disbelief. I, I think utter shock. I think it's not shock. It's a great idea. Let's and do I it think, to Dan Becker. I, oh, <laughs> you're a big fat liar. Actually, actually, let's do it to Tuba. <laughs> tuba, yeah, we'll do it to Tuba. Do it to Steve, tuba. I hope you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Tuba Solo the Hiker. Tuba Solo the Hiker That's on YouTube. Carrying my wag bag. Man, I would love to follow him <laughs> with the camera and he finds it. It'd be funny if anybody found it, but it'd be real funny if Steve found it. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh, God. that'd be great. That's I mean, uh You wanna play? No. The whole wag bag thing. I just Is it weird you out? Yes, totally. I mean that is He's so taking emodium. The taking emodium? The the thing the thing like in California. Yeah. Aren't you like in San Francisco allowed to like poop in the streets and pee in the what? streets? What? What are you talking about? I don't man? think they take you to jail anymore for using the bathroom in the streets in LA or San Francisco. They but have you a lot of homeless people. But you can't poop in the woods. No way. You gotta use wag bag in California. We'll have to Google this. I don't know about all that. If I am wrong. Defecating in the streets? You're allowed to use the bathroom. That is relieving if you really got to go bad, though. You know, you don't have to like run against there's no, they, <laughs> you don't have to drop your pants. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's no pride out there, man. Uh, but <laughs> if you're out in the woods, you better carry a whack bag. Okay, California friends, please. If we're wrong about this, Steve, we got to ask just, Steve. Just Steve. Just yeah, be yeah, nice about California. your comments. Just be nice about your comments yeah. to yeah. us. Yeah. We're Kentucky boys. We don't know any better. You need to go comment on Backpacking with Jason's videos about poop. Yeah, and people out west, you can let me know. Seriously, I would like to know more about. Uh, I, I really don't understand why you couldn't just dig holes, but I'm sure there's more of a reason. I'm sure there's probably a lot of TP or something like that. Or yeah. Uh, yeah, now, sure. I could definitely see if it's a big area of just rock. I could see yeah. where you're like, y'all got to figure something out besides with your doo doo. Yeah, because the rain would just take it. Yes, and it'd be in the water yeah. and the, the toilet paper and stuff. Well, I know yeah, I'm planning. True. My plan is uh, the year I turn fifty, which is not that far away, believe it or not. Oh, it's a long time. Um, what yeah. are you talking about? Four years, youngster. Four years, bro. Just a baby. I mean, you're what? You're forty six, aren't you? 
Man, I don't tell my age. What are you talking about, he's, man? He's 27. My goodness. Sounds like my grandma. How rude. How rude. What are you, a woman? <laughs> guys talk about their age. Girls don't, but guys do. No, nah, I'm staying out of that conversation. I'm man. Mr. Politically Correct. I'm, po- I'm so politically much. incorrect, it's Thank ridiculous. You. It's dangerous Thank I even get a microphone. I like it, man. You're funny. Uh, it's just so dangerous I even get a microphone. But uh, no, I, I'm, I'm planning on doing the John Muir Trail. Yeah, well, that's my plan when the I turn the real one, either the yeah, the one out west. Yeah, and you know, it ends on Mount Whitney. Isn't that Amy? Didn't Amy get to do yeah, this year? Yeah, Amy, Amy Route is going to be doing Rout. that this yes. year. And uh, uh, she and I have actually sent back and forth messages about it because uh, I was telling her I was planning on doing it, and she's really wanting to. Didn't know if her, her boyfriend could do it with her. And she's told people, right? That's not. Oh like, no, it's announced. She's okay. she's yeah. got it out no, there. Yeah, she's it's, got like it's I don't put it out there if she hadn't. Well, no, sorry, Amy. We're not editing this. Um, <laughs> we're too lazy. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, it, it's one of those things where I want to go out there and do that. But I got to admit, I would be out there for probably 25, 26 days. Yeah. And a lot of wag bags. A lot of wag bagging going on there. Wag you have to wag bag the whole way? Oh, for most of it. I've never even now, luckily, seen them talk about luckily, it. Luckily, there's some spots along the way where there's like stop off places where people could drop off food for you and things like that. And oh, there's bathrooms. Like, Every few days, probably like every four or five days, maybe. I'm yeah. going to Oregon in late July. Oh Man, yeah, I hope that's not wag bag area. I'm gonna be in Washington in uh, in September. Y'all doing Pacific Northwest? Yeah, it's gorgeous out there. Yeah, that's been my first time to Oregon. I've never We're been. We're going that to far. Three Sisters. Look, Bryce Newbold inspired me. Yeah, and I talked to my Kentucky buddies. I was like, this year out west, I was like, what do y'all think about Three Sisters Wilderness? You know. Oh, uh, you're going to do the Three Mountains? So, uh, no, I think we're just going to find a loop and just check out the scenery around there and uh, check it out. But Bryce, watching his videos, and I talked to him some about it. That's cool. Bryce, I was like, you inspired me, bro. That's cool. He's a really cool guy, too. Super, super nice. And that group that was out there with that that Dan and Huck and Amy and Bryce. Yeah, all great people. Yeah, man, really, really, really. I really hope they were all helping Dan with his channel. Um, uh, they seem oh, I'm sure Devin, Devin might have helped him out a little man, bit on there. Dan's channel's just struggling, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. can't even get subs. It's, it's really bad. Devin's got a good so, podcast, too. He's he does. Like, he yeah. does. Right the now, backpacking 12, experience. Yeah. yeah. Backpacking experience. He should have got this great. name. I don't know. Missed yeah. out, man. I'll tell you, man. Backpacking we, podcast. We nailed, we nailed it. How in the world did you get the name? Okay, so I cannot believe that's not taken. Okay, here's a story on it. Here's a story on it. Basically, we said we're going to do this podcast. And if you're listening right now and you're going, what has happened? I thought you were going to talk about exercise. Don't even worry about and it, it. it. I told you we're unscripted in this place, so there's no, there's I'm no just having fun, man. Yeah, we're yeah. just doing it. But uh, we're just no. talking, just like he said we do. We yeah, this is what, this <laughs> is what it's like. We go back. Don't play it. Don't play it. It's talk. like we go backpacking. But uh, no, when we uh, we went out, <clears throat> I just completely blanked. No, we, we were out. Oh, we're talking uh, about the backpacking podcast. Yeah, the backpacking. And, podcast. and I said, so I'm going to look up names of backpacking podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I got on Google and I just typed in backpacking podcast. And nothing. nothing showed up other than like backpacking experience, backpacking and blisters, which is another good podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and some other ones like backpacking light, mighty and, blue, uh, I think. Pops and puss. Yeah, those guys, and it, just all these things showed up. But nothing. No, not name for this is backpacking name. podcast. So I was like, well, I'm going to keep searching for this. I like the name. So I got I got on on iTunes and I got yeah. on Spotify and I got on. Uh, Podbean, and I got on all these different podcasting sites, and I just started looking for backpacking podcast, and I looked for backpacker podcast. I looked for that too. Nothing, Nothing. for either one. So <laughs> if anybody's want to start a new podcast, you want to call it the Backpacker Podcast. You're welcome. No, um, I'm copywriting that. Are you copywriting nah, that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to take them both so they can't. So nobody had taken it. 
And so I get hold of Jeremiah, send him a text, and I go, dude, we could use backpacking podcast and nobody's using it. You know where we were sitting whenever we bought the URL? I can't remember now. We were sitting at your kitchen table. That's right. Oh, Recording the nice. first episode. Here's my dream. Ten years from now, I'm a multimillionaire with JK, and we have this <laughs> podcast. And we're like, dude, remember when we bought that URL in your... Uh, in your kitchen, it's the best twelve dollars we ever spent. Thirty into millions. Thirty into millions. And then now we're like sitting in a mansion with our own studio, recording the podcast. Right, with a couple of Joe Rogans. <laughs> yeah, hanging out with Joe Rogan. We're like, dude, if you come on our podcast, we'll be on yours. Hey, hey Joe, we'll throw you a bone, buddy. Yeah. We'll throw you a bone. Yeah. We'll get you some. We'll get you some views. <gasps> I told yeah, my buddy man. Sean, I said I'm gonna be on the backpacking podcast. He's like, which one? I said backpacking podcast. The. He's like, no, which which what's it called? I said the backpacking podcast. He's like, which backpacking podcast? <laughs> I said, bro, it's called the backpacking podcast. Just He's like, Google oh, that one. I got it, I got it. Yeah, well, I, I I think the mindset behind it was if someone's looking for backpacking podcasts, they're gonna type in backpacking podcast. Boom. And there we is, are. Man. We're right yeah. here, just waiting for him, saying, "Come listen." That's right. Be frustrated. It's us, and we talk, and we don't stop, and it's going to be great. It's just fun, man. It is. It is. It's fun. Well, I don't know. I know there's a game on. I know you got a hot date tonight, so I I want to respect your time. So why don't you uh, tell everybody. Kentucky is up by about 20 points right now. Don't tell me the score. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I can find out real quick if you want to. No, no, no. I'm recording it. Okay, let me check real quick. Tell tell everybody, where can they find you at? Where's all the places they can follow you? Okay, you can follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all Backpacking with Jason. It's about as simple as it gets, Backpacking with Jason, you know. If you ever want uh, to, if you ever decided to come to Kentucky and go to the Red River Gorge, and you're like, hmm, I wonder what a trail would be, Backpacking with Jason at Yahoo.com. Just email me, I'll help you as best I can. I get a lot of emails. I get a lot of emails of people. Well, you get a lot of videos of, of all those places too that yeah. they can check out. Yes, uh, I do. I do have a lot of videos. Appreciate that. Yeah. And I actually have a playlist of Red River Gorge, but you know, I, I enjoy section hiking AT. This year, I'm going to the Picture Rocks, Colorado, Oregon, plus uh, I'm hoping on the AT to get into Virginia. You know, I'll have kayaking trips, boat trips. So active. Very active. Well, I was going to say, man, I can vouch for the fact that you are very accessible. Like, it's not one of those things where if somebody's like, I'll send them an email, but I'm probably not going to hear back. You'll hear back. They'll hear back. Yeah. I mean, you've, I, I, I know personally that you have talked to several people who are interested in, in checking out the gorge for the first time, and you have done everything you could to help them discover yes. the gorge and, and get out there. If I can shoot you a picture of the map or something like that or suggest a route, you know, I'm, I'm, I love people to be outdoors. I enjoy people seeing Kentucky. I enjoy people seeing Red River Gorge, Big South Fork. You can hit Jeremiah up. And yeah. He knows it a little better than me. I've been on some of the highlights <laughs> there and stuff like that. But uh, it's beautiful out there. And, of course, as you know, I, was, I always like to say, got one life. 
live it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. thanks for being on the show, man. Yes, it's dude, so, I appreciate it. So good yeah. to have you here, brother. You got so it, thankful man. to have you here. So, and I'm very excited to be the first guest on the yeah, Backpacking yes. Podcast. I'm pumped yeah. about that, man. And, and when this thing shuts down in like five months, you can be the last person yeah. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's I the most famous guest. I can be the last one. All right. Uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this has been the Backpacking Podcast. And uh, like I said, every episode... You don't know what to expect, That's and right. we're so thankful Jason was with us. So uh, we'll catch you on the next go around. Peace out. See you guys.